What matters? Less than two weeks ago, people in this community were faced with a very real threat. The threat caused by the museum fire. And a number of them had to be set, ready and set for evacuation. And so what they did, they, had, they went through their house, went through their homes, and they basically pulled out pictures, other valuables, and everything they had so that everything they owned, everything that was important to them, was in their car, and they were ready to leave. Can you imagine that? I, on one hand, I could see college students saying, you know, Father, everything I own could fit in a car. So, um, <laughs> but then you still have like a home to go back to, parents and stuff. But it's an interesting exercise to think about. What if, you know, what if everything just went? There was one family telling me that, that as they sat there, and they were in their driveway, their cars are loaded, and they look, and they can see the fire right in front of them. And, uh, and the husband said to the, the wife, he said, you know, um, I'm at peace. She looked at him and said, yeah, me too. That even if everything, even if the dream home that they worked many years for just went up, it's okay, it's just a house. That it's not what most matters. What matters? I think it's a, the right question for all of us to ask, especially for college students, as we, as we look to the future, you know, as we, we're studying, we're, you know, it's like, okay, I wanna, I wanna get a college degree. Okay, what, why do you want that? So I can get a good job. Okay, why, why do you want that? So I can make a bunch of money. Okay, why do you want that? So that I can provide for my family. Okay, why do you want that? Well, I want, I want them to be happy. Oh yeah? What does that give you? Well, then I'll be happy. Okay, who, who wants us to be happy? God. Who wants to take care of us? It's God. That everything we have in life is a gift given for a time. Even our very lives. We didn't, we didn't ask to be born. A student told me this week, they said, Father, I have some news for you. I said, okay. They said, I'm not going to be coming back to school this semester. I was like, okay. And they said, well, on one hand, uh, my grades weren't the best. And I was like, okay. Um, so we need some time. And they said, but really more importantly, I'm, I feel like God is calling me to religious life. And so I'm going to take this time to go visit other communities and discern if and where God's calling me. This is a college student who recognizes how much they've been given and they wish to give it all back to him. That's the appropriate response. It's like, Lord, everything I have is from you. You, you hold me in existence. Yes, I have things, but they don't have me. Because we know, we know when things have us, right? There was this dad, I was talking to a dad this week, and he said uh, he has two, one kid's going to college, and the other one is still in high school. And he's like, Father, it's so frustrating, <laughs> you know, trying to have a conversation with your kids, and they're just absorbed in their phone. Like, we can't even talk. Um, and, uh, and, and, and you just feel this frustration. He's like, I want a relationship and they want 
their phones, <laughs> you know, like, and so for other people, it's, you know, if we looked at how much time we spend watching TV in a day, or how much time we spend doing other things, like what, what possesses us, what, what owns us versus us owning things? And so Jesus draws our attention to this topic today to help us refocus on what is important. In the gospel, somebody comes up and complains to Jesus, you know, I want you to intervene in my inheritance, you know? Tell my brother to give me what's mine. Give me what's mine. It's, it sounds like, it sounds like, oh, you deserve that? It's, it's pretty childish. I deserve this. This is, this is mine. Doesn't that sound like a little kid? Mine. But then Jesus immediately draws after that. He says, we're not called to be childish. We're called to be childlike. Trusting in our Father for everything. Trusting that he will provide. That he will take care of. A child can't necessarily take care of themselves. God wants to take care of us. So then the parable of the rich man happens. The man asks himself, what shall I do? For I do not have enough space to store my harvest. I had a friend a few years ago who said to me, um, he, was, he was not born in this country, and he said, there's all these, I noticed when I came here, there's all these like storage spaces. And I was like, oh yeah, because you know. And, and he's like, well, wait, what? He's like, you mean you have so much stuff that you can't even enjoy it, so you lock it up where nobody can enjoy it. I was like, yeah, that's pretty much what we do, you know? <laughs> but it, it kind of takes an outside perspective to look at that. Like, how much stuff do I have? Do I, I don't need this. And what, I, I think about it this way. Like, you know, a priest, I don't have a spouse. And so one day, I'm going to die, you know? And somebody's going to have to go into my room, and they're going to be like, all right, let's, uh, let's clean up the stuff here, you know? And they're like, oh, he's got this computer. What's on it? Well, we're going to have to, let's go through the files. He's got another box. What's in it? Papers. Well, we're going to have to go through the papers. You know, he's got a whole bunch of books. Well, grab another box. You know, like, and I'm like, I, it's different. It's different for a priest, I know. But I'm like, I, I don't want someone to have to do that. That I have so much stuff that somebody is burdened by my stuff. I'm burdened by it. Every time we feel it, every time we move, right? It's like, man. And so I, Jesus, Jesus doesn't want us burdened. Jesus wants us free. But the freedom that comes from um, un being unattached by being solely attached to the Lord gives us freedom to go where he wants us. It gives us freedom to do his will. Jesus describes how the rich man is so content with himself that he wants to build more. And then he dies. You fool, this night will, your life will be demanded of you. And the things you have prepared, to whom will they belong? Thus will it be for all who store up treasure for themselves, but are not rich in what matters to God. What, what matters to God? What is important to God? What matters to God? Us. That God didn't have to create us. That God, in perfectly content in himself, out of a plan of sheer goodness, decided to create you and I so that we could experience life, so we could experience happiness. And when you and I found ourselves stuck in sin, 
Jesus chose to come in order to free us from that trap of sin. That what matters to God is us and our happiness, our, e- our eternal happiness. You know, maybe we're not happy every moment here on earth, but God is thinking of the big picture. That his desire is for eternal life and happiness with us. And that everything I'm given in my life is meant to be part of the plan to help me to get there. Not get in the way, but help me get there. I was hanging out with my uh, dad this week, and uh, we were doing some things. At one point, the TV was on, and um, the TV show Cash Cab came on. I don't know if you've seen that. You know, it's in New York City that if you get into this certain cab and you ask, you answer trivia questions, you get money by the time you get to your destination. If you're wrong, you get out. Um, so, so this guy, they get to the end, and you can either take the money or take one more question and double it. And one of the guys in the car said, you know, we entered this cab with nothing, and even if we were to leave it with nothing, well, it was a fun ride. And I was like, that sounds like Job. Job said, naked I came forth into the world, Naked I will leave it. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That, that I've, never, you know, I've heard it said you would never see a, a, a hearse with a U-Haul behind it, you know? Um, <laughs> that we don't need this stuff. So I'm sitting there with my dad and I'm thinking about it. And here's my dad. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how many days and years my dad put in overtime at work now. It doesn't matter how many awards he received now. That as my dad sits there with his dementia, that his world has gotten much smaller. And he now needs help to do anything. He needs help to eat. He needs help to go to the bathroom, to shower, to... um, I mean, in, in everything, he is dependent on another. And I think it's out of God's mercy that this is happening because it's, it's teaching, or rather forcing, teaching him to learn how to receive. Teaching him to be dependent on another. Helping him break that pride and grow in the virtue of humility. But that's true for all of us. The truth is that every one of us is dependent on another. That every one of us is invited to grow in humility. That God wants to give blessings to us as his children. To be childlike. To receive. To trust that our Father loves us. That he holds nothing back from us. That he gives us everything. That he is the one who wants to take care of us for all of eternity. And now. In that is what matters.